inconsistently consistent. go <laughs> okay <laughs> okay hi welcome back to inconsistently consistent the podcast where we don't know what the fuck we're doing at any given point i'm melanie one of your hosts <laughs> i'm rachel yeah i don't know what i'm doing half the time we were talking about this last night with some friends and they were like oh this was like to be an adult i'm like why are you asking me and they're like well you're almost 30 i'm like that don't mean shit yeah, you're just, you're getting closer to level 30 of life. Just get yeah. on my level, Rachel. So, when we're recording, it's a week until I'm on the same level as Melanie. Mm -hmm. When this episode comes out, which will be next Friday, I have to do some math real quick. <laughs> I will be 30. Yes. So happy birthday to me. Woo. Yeah, I'll wait to say it to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. You'll wait to say it to me. <laughs> you can just keep saying it to yourself. That's fine. No, I don't want to say it to myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when this episode comes out, everybody needs to wish Rachel a happy birthday. Yeah. Because I refuse. Birthday. I know. You'll do it on my actual birthday. <laughs> Maybe. If you remember. <laughs> I have reminders. <laughs> I can't remember shit. I'm so proud of you for having reminders. I did, because um, I was talking to Brandon about it, and we were talking about birthdays, and he was like, I can't remember days. I can't remember dates. I don't remember anything. And I was like, all right. I was like, what's my birthday? And he was like, oh. he got it right, though. <laughs> he got it right. <laughs> Yeah, after a long dramatic sigh. There was a long dramatic. He was like, uh, it's in October. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, yep, yep, good start. Yeah, good start. Good start. And he's like, it's the be it's close to the beginning. And I was like, yeah, we're on the right track. <laughs> and then he got it right. And I was like, yay. And then, of course, I was like, all right, what's our anniversary date? And he was like, ah. <laughs> He's like, it's in June. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> the same thing. But you got the date wrong June, on that one. Uh... I, was, I was like, it's this day. Uh... He's like, I was close. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's it's after your birthday. So, mm -hmm. so to be fair, I know his problem. 
his struggle because I'm like that. Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest, I didn't learn my mother's birthday until university. <laughs> I could never remember which day it was. Like, I was always going, is it March 7th? March 8th? 7th? 8th? 7th? 8th. I eventually, I now know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I just know every, most dates, you know, they're like sucked into my brain like a sponge. I knew Lexi's birthday before I was sure of my mom's. Priorities, though. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why hers stuck and my mom's did not. But uh, yeah, my, my brain just deletes things. It's like, you know what? You don't need this. And I'm like, but I kind of do. And it's like, nah, no, you don't. You never need it. It's totally fine. And then, you know, something comes up and I'm like, see, I needed it. And my brain's like, but did you? Did you? And it doesn't learn. Mm-hmm. Never learns. Mm. Speaking of never learns, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Harry Potter. <laughs> exactly. The boy who never learns. <laughs> it's true. The boy who... It's a good thing he wasn't in Ravenclaw because he was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But like a lovable idiot. Yes. But also you're like, come on, Harry. Again? Seriously? You're like watching the scene where he, the letters are just like flooshing into the house. <laughs> and instead of grabbing one off the floor, he's jumping trying to catch one out of the air. And he's not even like grabbing his hands like closed. No. He's no. batting at them like a cat with a little like, feather meow, toy. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> he's like, I get it. I get it. Oh, I just keep swatting him away. Oh my oh, goodness. I'm such a silly scamp. <laughs> All those owls outside are just laughing at me. They're laughing at me. Or they're scared because they think I'm a cat. Or both. They're laughing and they're scared. They're laughing out of fear. <laughs> they're they have the me. same reaction all you tra- do. <laughs> yeah, they're me. They're all, they are all super traumatized. They just laugh at, oh, at ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Someone's dying. <laughs> yes, this is part of. I guess at this point it's kind of a series where we take our opinions. Yeah, make that's not the listen. word I that's not the word I wanted to use, and my brain yeah. was like literature, entertainment. Those are the words. Uh, See, my brain can work sometimes. Today apparently yeah. is not one of those days. Um, yeah. But where we take something that we both enjoy, and we kind of just rant about the things the problems we have with it yeah 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 and you know even if you love something very much you can also make fun of it to Mm -hmm. just no end because you know it too well Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. but before we get into it we did want to mention the whole jk rowling being a piece of shit And we agree, she's an absolute piece of shit. She is. Right? She's super transphobic, among many other things. There's Mm -hmm. things that have popped up 
like people have realized in later years looking back at the Harry Potter series like her just depiction of uh, I believe is the goblins mm-hmm. and relating that to descriptions of like stereotypical uh, written descriptions of like Jewish people mm-hmm. and it, so much offensive shit in there that it's hidden inside of a great story mm-hmm. and we don't condone any of that no we do not support her views um and one thing that i have said because i know a lot of people are like i don't want to support anything harry potter related mm-hmm. is in a sense i get i do get i understand where people are coming from me personally i have chosen to try and separate her from the books and stuff because it i enjoyed it growing up as a child and I grew up with Harry Potter like many Mm -hmm. people did so I try to separate the two it's not always easy to do but for me just I still enjoy rewatching the movies and I just try to separate the two I have not bought any recent Harry Potter things honestly Mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of just yeah it's kind of the same boat I'm in with it like Mm-hmm. You're trying to navigate not supporting J.K. Rowling, but still having this love and this nostalgia for mm-hmm. the Harry Potter series and franchise and just about anything in that. Yeah. Because Harry Potter was like the first, not the first book I read, but the, the that first book was the first book that really got me interested in reading mm-hmm. and writing as mm-hmm. well. I was just like enthralled by it, like how someone could come up with all of that. Mm-hmm. So Harry Potter for me has got this really like nostalgic thing. It's also like the core of like at my creative beginning. Mm-hmm. And I also used Harry Potter as like such escapism when I was going through such traumatic shit as a child. Mm-hmm. So I've got all these ties to it that have nothing to do with the author, but she makes it so hard to try to just divide that. She does. Yeah. But we try. Yeah. So when we're getting into like the everything wrong with Harry Potter and all our problems with it, none of it is going to be talking about JK Rowling. Cause it's like, that's depressing shit. Mm-hmm. We're here to have a good time. Have a laugh. We're basically going to talk about the things that we disliked with the books versus the movies. Is kind of mm-hmm. because I have gripes. Melanie has gripes. We all have gripes. Yeah. Gripes on gripes on gripes. Mm-hmm. Want to share one of those gripes? my biggest thing this is the one that I've always this is my biggest gripe Mm -hmm. personally and a lot of people are like I don't understand Um, I really enjoyed 
in the Goblet of Fire, which is book number four, for those of you who don't know, they have the Quidditch World Cup, okay? Mm-hmm. And they have few chapters talking about the Quidditch World Cup, and they describe the game in detail, and it's fascinating. And I remember mm-hmm. when, you know, they were making all these in the movies, and the, the fourth one, I was so excited. I was like, man, we're going to get to see this Quidditch game. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see, like, all the effects and, and everything. Mm-hmm. And no Quidditch <laughs> They literally do the intro where they're like, here's the Irish team and they have their little leprechaun dancing in the sky and then they have the Bulgarians and everyone's like, grow, 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 grow. And then, uh, what was his name? Crouch, Barty Crouch. Yeah. He does the let no minister of magic Cornelius Fudge. He goes like, "Oh, let the games begin!" And he waves his wand and these sparks, and then it fades to at the camp, and mm-hmm. Ron is upset because Bulgaria lost. No, yeah, Bulgaria lost, mm-hmm. but we didn't get to see any of it. And I was so upset because I was so excited to see this, and I didn't get it. I felt you know what it felt like, and I'm going to use this because I'm older and I can describe it. It felt like when you're having sex. <laughs> and the guy's building it up you know like he's talking his game he's like oh yeah i'm like so good at all this stuff you know like oh girls love me like oh all the girls they like oh you know (laughs) (laughs) they're like oh you know (laughs) he's like oh all the girls yeah they say i'm like one of the best they've ever had you know and you start doing your thing and he finishes in like 2.5 seconds. <laughs> and you're not even warmed up. And then he and then he has the audacity to be like, oh, did you go? No, I didn't. What do you think? No. How was that for you? How was that for you? Was it good for you? No, sir. Does it look like it was good for me? No. This is how I felt with this Quidditch game. I wasn't like, wanting more. <laughs> or like when they can't find the clit. <laughs> They're oh just God, like yes. patting around. They're just like slapping the lips like, is this good for you? And they're like, okay, that's enough. It's been 30 seconds. It should be fine. 30 seconds. Did you come? Did you come? (laughs) No, sir. I did not come by you slapping my left flap. Yeah. And then, you know, it jumps to, okay, well, let's just jump straight into the sex part. And uh, that's going back to the the tent Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this scene Mm -hmm. where it's like missed all the good stuff. It was just like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm going to be so good. And then it's like, so 30 seconds later. So is that good for you? Yeah, he's like a two-pump chop, like, oh! Yeah, he's like, that never happens, I swear. Oh, this is the first time it's happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Whatever you say, Brad. Yeah, I honestly forgot that they skipped over that Quidditch match. And it's been so long since I read the books now that I forgot that they that that game was so detailed. It was so detailed. But the lack of Quidditch, actually, like, after the first two movies, mm-hmm. for the movies anyway, like, was horrible. I remember, oh my God, what, I don't remember what book it is. I think it might be, it's the fifth or the sixth. Mm-hmm. And it's when Ron starts playing Quidditch. 
Oh, it's the sixth one where he does the tryouts. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in the book there was a lot more Quidditch than just the tryout. Mm -hmm. And that book, because of all that Quidditch, I was so excited to see the movie of it. Because the Quidditch scenes in the first two movies were great. They were awesome. Right? Like, Even in the third one, that the one Quidditch scene we saw was good. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't much. Mm-hmm. Right? It was just like that little bit of him getting freaked out by a Dementor. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. But I wanted to see that so much. And then nothing. Absolutely. And also, Fred and George. Just not enough Fred and George. I fucking love those guys. Everything in the books, every time they show up, was like some of my favorite moments. Just comedic mm. moments, right? And they rarely show up in the movies. Like, their whole, like, all the shit they pull when they're dealing with, like, the umbrage situation. Mm-hmm. That doesn't show up in the movies until, like, they have their exit. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a shame. Even them, like, on the Quidditch pitch and everything, because it just reminded me of that as well. Yeah. You know what else? They didn't put in the book at all. I'm sorry, the movie at all. Mm, Charlie fucking Weasley. Right. I mean, they did cast him. And he does appear a couple times. But, like, does he have a speaking part? No. 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 Yeah. It's just... Because there's, like, a whole... the, The other thing. So there's a whole sequence in the first book where they have Charlie and his buddies in Romania come and get Norbert to bring him to where the other dragons are. Mm-hmm. And we don't see any of that shit. Yeah. Like, literally, we get Hagrid's like, Norbert's gone. Dumbledore sent him to be with this kind in Romania. How did the dragon get to Romania? Did Dumbledore just like abracadabra, bam, boom, the dragon goes to Romania? Because <laughs> baby dragon ain't flying from northern Scotland, I think is where they said it was. Mm-hmm. Somewhere like that. Northern Scotland to Romania. Like, no, not a baby dragon. Not with his little tiny wings. <laughs> not poor little Norbert. Not poor little Norbert. So we missed all that. Charlie had a bigger role throughout the books as a whole mm-hmm. and build it as well so yeah. they kind of they build got shafted hard <laughs> and even Percy I know a lot of people didn't like Percy Percy got shafted hard too yeah like he wasn't they, as likable of a character but yeah. he did show up more in the books and he well and like remember there's that whole thing where he's not talking to his parents because he works mm-hmm. for Cornelius Fudge Yep. And Fudge is like, mm, Voldemort's not back. Harry mm-hmm. Potter's a liar. And obviously the Weasleys love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And Percy's like, mm, I gotta I gotta sell with my boss, you know, like work before my family, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's till late, like the seventh book, maybe, where like him and Mr. Weasley have like a reunion of some sort where they hug and kind of apologize for shit. 
Yeah. We don't get any of that. Yeah. And we don't get these moments. <laughs> No, we didn't get these heartfelt moments, and we also didn't get to see a bad Weasley. Like, he's not bad per se, <laughs> Percy per se, <laughs> <laughs> but like, he's the like the annoying Weasley, mm -hmm. the one that's like this rule follower, like everybody's strict to the rules, no, 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 kind of guy, mm -hmm. and like all the other Weasleys are. Like you got Fred and George, iconic. Mm -hmm. You got Ron, he's there. And then <laughs> you got <laughs> I like Ron, okay, but like he's he's the least okay, favorite of the three. <laughs> like the three main book, people, right? Book Ginny versus movie Ginny. Speaking uh, of Weasleys. Yeah. Never mind. Put Percy above <laughs> movie Ginny. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Movie Ginny is bad. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't do anything with her. Right? Like, she's did. just there. Same she's with, like... There to be pretty. They did that with a lot of, like, Hermione as well. Because her book, Hermione? Fucking psychopath. <laughs> but I fucking love her. <laughs> love her. She's like, oh, yeah. I put Rita Skeeter in a jar that's unbreakable. If she transforms, then mm -hmm. she'll die. She's an unregistered animagus. I forgot about that part. Oh, yeah. This paper that everybody signed up for for Dumbledore's army. If anybody snitches, their face is going to break out in boils. <laughs> I forgot about how cutthroat she was. Mm -hmm. oh, I need to reread the books now. I know. I've been thinking about doing a reread as well. Mm. But I don't have them. I don't have them here. They're at my parents' house. Mm. So, But they're re-releasing them in like the house colors my sister sent it to me they're re-releasing them with like slytherin colors and Gryffindor colors and stuff Ooh. Oh, God, yeah but i don't want to give money to she who shall not be named i don't want to give money but no. i really want them maybe you should steal them <laughs> okay <laughs> I what we're not that. gonna do is pretend my lawyer just suggested <laughs> allegedly she allegedly said i should steal books yeah okay yeah in you know it was comedy mm -hmm. it's just a joke i swear it's a joke oh also just something that's never mentioned but i see i see tweets i see memes i see everything about this all the time mm -hmm. i wanted it to be mentioned that Fred and George had that Marauders map. Mm -hmm. They see Ryan and Ryan. Jesus. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> they see Ryan. <laughs> they see Ron, their brother Ron, sleeping next to a man named Peter Pettigrew for years, mm -hmm. and they never fucking mention it. They don't like harass him for it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one as well, where it's just like, I guarantee you they just looked at it and they were like, eh? checks out, checks out. Checks out, <laughs> checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would have loved for that to have come up even like years later, mm -hmm. just as like a, a funny conversation. Because it, 
it would be so funny. Especially after it revealed that Peter Pettigrew was still alive and they had mm-hmm. the map. And Harry could have been like, no, Harry's too stupid. So maybe Hermione. Yes, Hermione would figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also everybody would have died if it wasn't for Hermione, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She could have been like, hang on, if you guys had the map, you would have seen Ron sleeping next to Peter Pettigrew. How come you didn't say anything? And they would have been like, we didn't want to, they'd probably say something like, well, you know, we don't want to judge our brother's lifestyle. If that's what makes them happy, then, you know. Love is love. Love is love, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but, yeah. Also, Hermione, like, Hermione is iconic. Mm-hmm. so smart but mm-hmm. honestly a monkey would look smart next to ron and harry because they're being idiots constantly they can't figure shit out they're like helpless without hermione mm-hmm. and they do so much stupid shit like harry's just like looking to die every second page mm-hmm like the amount of time Dumbledore had to just try to keep him alive until his seventh year so that he could make this prophecy work. Mm-hmm. Like Dumbledore was probably like, he probably started not as gray as he was. Like mm-hmm. he had brown hair <laughs> before Harry was born. <laughs> and then it's just like automatically turned white. It's like, oh my God, he's three. Why does he keep trying to drown himself? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god, he fell off this he fell off his toy broomstick again. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, he's born with muggles, Rachel. He didn't have but a toy when broomstick. Had, well, when he had a toy broomstick before his parents got murdered. When he was like 18 months? When he was 18 months, you know, like because Sirius got him one and he was zooming around the yard and stuff, you know, like. Yeah. You know who else was missing from the movies? Peeves. 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 Yeah. Oh my god. And like the he had so many cool scenes in the books. And then there was also um that party. It was like the death day party or something. Yes, with with nearly headless Nick and all the other yeah. ghosts. Yeah. There's a whole chapter dedicated to the death day party. Yeah. In the first book. And that that was such a cool thing. And I was like, I can't wait to see that on screen. And it was like, well, you'll keep waiting. Fucking assholes. I think a lot of ghost action, which made me sad. Because the ghosts had a bigger part in the books than they did in the movies. Like, I don't think we see them anymore after. We don't see any ghosts, really, until Deathly Hallows Part 2. Where mm-hmm. Harry is talking to Helena Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. her ghost. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. you know, ghost. Also, what about the fact that they have like Miracle Grow shit drinks to mm-hmm. like regrow bones, mm-hmm. but they can't fix Harry's eyesight? right they're like nah bitch we can fix your glasses we can regrow you a bone since it went all flubber but (laughs) oh no eyesight we can't do shit for that 
I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. You think mm-hmm. about it. Like, if anything should not be possible is regrowing your bones. Like, Harry should just had a flubber arm for the rest <laughs> of the movies. Can you imagine the rest of the whole series? He's got a flubber arm. His arms just, he uses that as a weapon. He swings around and like bitch slaps Voldemort in the face with his flubber arm. (laughs) He's like, I can wear a horcrux on this. I can't feel shit. Yeah, he puts the horcrux around the flubber arm and he's just like, it doesn't affect me. But like the flubber arm's like now his superpower and actually can destroy horcruxes. And he just smacks it hard enough. Yeah, he just like John, he's just like, and his name is John Cena! And slams his <laughs> flubber arm. He's like, Falcon, punch! They switch him to Chaser and then he, mm-hmm. he just like spikes all the balls in. Yeah, he literally just like winds himself up <laughs> yeah with like an anime um lead up mm-hmm. yeah uh, and you just hear <laughs> the crossover we didn't know we needed I'm, now i want this i want the flubber arm <laughs> i want someone to, to animate more this of i really do i want to see somebody animate this flubber arm for me i need it in my life yeah also, we've skirted around it, but let's talk about Dumbledore. Do we have to? Yes, we do. Because yes, you know why? Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> we got to start he with that one. Calmly. Yeah. Melanie, spell calmly for the people. It is L-O-U-D and A-N-G-R-Y. <laughs> <laughs> And well, that's how the director spelled it <laughs> in the script. <laughs> it is. They looked mm-hmm. at it and they went calmly, aggressive. I'm going to take this, however old he is, 82, 82 year old man, <laughs> and have him grab this 14 year old boy and shove him into a wall and be like, <laughs> And they're like, okay, I don't know what the actor's name is. They're like, okay, dude, why don't you just take it back from the beginning? Remember, he says it calmly. You know, really get into the character. Let's go. Take two. And he comes back. He's like, I got it. I got it. I can do this totally calmly. Hurry, she put her name in the gun on fire. My favorite thing I've seen is somebody has animated it using Legos. And I've seen this clip on TikTok, and it's like the narrator who does the audiobooks. I don't know his name, but he's like, "Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire?" Dumbledore asked calmly, and it shows the two Lego figures, Harry and Dumbledore, talking. And then mm-hmm. it cuts to the audio from the music, and it shows Dumbledore running up the Lego, grabbing Harry and like body slamming him in the ground. <laughs> like, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a TikTok you sent me, actually, of, like, I think it might have been real people doing it, mm-hmm. and then they just had Dumbledore just beat the shit out of Harry um, with, like, 
shoving them into things, hitting them with chairs, running them over with a car. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I did a TikTok on it as well, Mm. where there was this music going around where it was like, the calm part was like, and then the second part was, so a lot of the ones I saw was like, students walking through Hogwarts, and then it was Snape walking through Hogwarts with the cloak bellowing behind him. And I made one where it was like, I'll send it to you after where it was like, you know, normal professors asking Harry if he put his name in the Goblet of Fire. And then it was like Dumbledore asking Harry if he put his name in the Goblet of Fire. Uh, that is like, that's a thing that I have a problem with from book to movie. But I also just have a problem mm-hmm. with Dumbledore in general most of the time. Yeah. Dumbledore like, is a piece of shit. Yeah. He's like, ah, I've got this little baby that I just found. Like, let's just start from the beginning. He gets this baby, and he's like, I'll just leave it on a doorstep and leave. Like, what if they weren't home? What if they were gone on vacation? And then the whole books are just like, Harry, the boy who lived three days before he died of starvation. (laughs) (laughs) I like that a little too much. I like that a little too much. <laughs> that just came off the top of my head. I mean, that's the thing. This one been on vacation. Can you imagine, like, okay, so, like, paint, I'll paint you a picture now. Imagine he leaves them and, like, Minerva's trying to be like, uh, Albus, you know, Albus, she's trying to tell him that they're not mm-hmm. home, you know? Yeah. Albus is, like, just putting, like, walking, not even paying attention because it's Dumbledore and he don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, la, 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 I'm Albus Dumbledore, la, 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 prophecy, baby, la, la, la. And she's like, uh, Albus, um, I don't think that's a good idea, la, 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 fuck you, Minerva, la, la, la. Baby on the step. Go be a cat. Go be a cat, la, 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 go get in the box, la, la, la. And just, you know, put the baby on the step. And then literally, like, a week later, he's like, so how's Harry? And Minerva's like, he's dead. And she's he's like, what the fuck do you mean he's dead? I tried to tell you. His relatives went on vacation for a week. You left a child <laughs> in the cold. With no clothing. Cold. Just no a clothes, blanket. Just a blanket. And he freaking froze to death. <laughs> with the only sustenance being a letter. A he letter with letter. toxic ink. <laughs> he sucked on the letter because he thought it was a titty. He needed some sustenance, okay? And he was like juicing that letter and then he died from ink poisoning. <laughs> Long before the starvation got him. Mm-hmm. Also, think about it. He left the baby there with a letter with ink mm-hmm. that can easily bleed because it's like a feather quill, like potted ink. Mm-hmm. And the baby's probably going to suck on the letter. How much did the Dursleys get to read? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just like read it. They're like, uh, your sister was and then this is Harry. Treat him and my name is Dumbledore. Yeah, that was really informative. Yeah, can you imagine? Okay, like, he's very lucky that either they got home or whenever 
mm-hmm. and like they got home and then they were able to get the letter because like you said if you imagine if <clears throat> you know they it rained say for example it was like piss and rain okay. <laughs> if this was a newfoundland there'd be snow okay it'd be the boy snow. who lived three hours because he drowned on the rain <laughs> or snow there, if this was newfoundland there'd be snow on halloween because i mm-hmm. you have memories like i do of having to put your snowsuit your on over your put, hang on Words. put your costume put your, over your snowsuit thank you mm-hmm. and like if that was newfoundland harry'd be covered in the snow and he'd freeze <laughs> to death the boy who or lived one hour yeah who knows what would happen first it'd be the boy who lived one hour <laughs> uh, dumbledore like i feel like that night he was just too excited to show Minerva, his deluminator, mm-hmm. to be like, look what I can do, look what I can do, and she's like, but, but the baby is going to starve. She's like, but look at it, look at it, look what I can do. Yeah, right. In the cool, in the cool. It looks like a, a like a muggle lighter thing, <laughs> but it does the opposite. <laughs> Let's go get some birdie bots beans. Woo! With some beans, and I can have an earwax one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then, like, skip forward to every every interaction he has with Harry. He's, like, trying to be, like, you know the whole, like, troll under a bridge kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And, like, you have to, like, answer a riddle type of mm-hmm. shit? Mm-hmm. Like, from fairy tales? Mm-hmm. That's what Dumbledore is like when he's giving advice or talking to Harry at all. I swear any other kid could go up and be like, Dumbledore, I don't know what I should do. And he should be like, you should do X, Y, and Z. Make sure to turn left on hall number three. Woo. Mm -hmm. And like with Harry, he's like, three people walk into a bar. Only one leaves. How many people are left if they all died? Now take that and run with it. That's what you're going to do in your potions class. Mm -hmm. And Harry's like, I I didn't ask about that. I asked you why I have a scar on my head. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Don't forget there's a whole like half-blood prince. No. Mm-hmm. Not half-blood prince. Order of the Phoenix. Dumbledore's just straight up dodging Harry any chance he gets. <laughs> He's just sprinting away. <laughs> He's literally sprinting away. I've seen another TikTok. There's a girl that makes a bunch of Harry Potter TikToks. Well, one of them is literally like Dumbledore in the in the fifth book, and it's like, is that Harry? And he just sprints away. <laughs> and then Harry's like, oh, wasn't Dumbledore just here? It's like, nope, didn't see him. And Dumbledore, who's like, that? Harry, yeah, who's Dumbledore? My name's Sh- Siobhan. <laughs> My name's Schmumbledore. My name is uh, Grindelwald. What are you talking about? <laughs> Legit, he's just like is sprinting away from Harry because he comes to his trial thing for like using a Patronus because there was a Dementor. Mm-hmm. And Harry's trying to talk to him after, and Dumbledore is literally like booking it through the crowd. <laughs> Gotta get back to Hogwarts. <laughs> Gotta get away from Harry. Dumbledore's like, parkour! Gotta go. <laughs> parkour. He's literally just, he's literally like, parkour! Parkour! It's like, he's a super old man, and he moves so slow. 
but then he sees Harry and just all of a sudden Usain Bolt. Legit. He all of a sudden feels like reignited, re-energized, and it's just like Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, and he doesn't prepare him at all for anything i was just gonna say that let's not forget that he basically like raised him to be murdered but did not tell him he was being raised to be murdered he was just kind of like yolo yeah by the way you're a horcrux so yeah Mm -hmm. that's why your aunt and uncle and your cousin hated you because you emit bad juju yeah and like but he doesn't prepare him for anything. All he did was like, be like, ah, Hermione's got it. She's fine. Like, she knows everything. I'll just make sure mm-hmm. they stick together. Right? Like, keep your friends close, Harry. Hmm. Because you're going to die because you're too stupid. And I'm not going to help you with it. Because I'm going to be dead. Yeah. And he's like. Because as soon as you need me, and I could really do some help and maybe give you some information, I'll just, like, pull out some pensive memories and stuff and then, like, kick the bucket. Mm-hmm. That's my retirement plan. <laughs> Dumbledore's retirement plan is pensive memories, hoping that Harry goes to look at them. Mm. That's, that's about it. Yeah. I feel like Dumbledore went through the books how I sometimes go through life where I don't know what's going on. (laughs) And I'm just like, yeah, we're doing this now. Okay. This is what we're doing now. All right. We're doing this now. This, this is great. Yeah. And every year he's like, Oh, how did, how did Voldemort get in again? Oh, damn. Well, there's always next year. For him to come back. He is a terrible headmaster. And think about all of the um all the Death Eaters he hired. Mm-hmm. Like, did he put that on the job description? Like, Defense Against the Dark Arts Professor needs to be Death Eater. Just saying. That's that's step one. And then qualified. So I've two. seen this theory where that position is cursed mm. and anybody who gets in it has something bad happen to them. So we get Quirrell turns to dust. He, he gets Thanos snapped by mm-hmm. an 11 year old boy. <laughs> um, 11 year old Thanos. 11 year old Thanos. Lockhart mm-hmm. loses his uh, memory. Mm hmm. Lupin gets fired because people find out he's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad-Eye Moody is held hostage in a bottomless pit. And Trunk. Barty Crouch Jr. is pit trunk. Same thing at this point. Barty Crouch Jr. is impersonating him. Mm-hmm. Umbridge gets dragged off into the forest by the centaurs. And she also loses right. her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what happens to Snape gets it, and he ends Snape up died to kill. the year later. And Snape dies, but Snape wanted the. And then, so the, on top of this theory, this is why Snape wanted it because he didn't want to be in servitude to Dumbledore anymore. He wanted to die, hmm. but Dumbledore wouldn't give him the position because Dumbledore knew it was cursed. 
Yeah. I don't think I buy that theory. No, I don't buy it either. I'm just telling who you was what. The, the... Who was the defense against the dark arts teacher in book seven when they weren't there? Uh, Googling. Was it a slug? Was Slughorn still there? Maybe. Oh, Amicus Caro. Oh, he was one of the Caro twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a Death Eater. They were a Death Eater. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, just Dumbledore. He hires Quirrell. You know, mm -hmm. with. Voldemort on the back of his head mm -hmm. and then Lockhart who's just completely incompetent mm -hmm. and then Lupin who was the best in my opinion right best mm -hmm. actual choice for the job and like only person who seemed to teach anything at all mm -hmm. and just happened to have like a medical condition mm -hmm. But then you go back and then, like, you get Umbridge, which, you know, Dumbledore uh, actually didn't have a choice in that. That was no, ministry. Ministry putter in here. Yeah, so... Pin, pin. So the one person that's not, like, dangerous to society or a Death Eater, the, uh, the ministry put in? Mm hmm Which, honestly, at that point, fair. You know, Umbridge is horrendous anyway but like mm -hmm. on paper she's the only one that's not going to eat a student or try to feed a student to Voldemort mm -hmm. so you know maybe we can put up with those horrible outfits and the child abuse mm -hmm. and that stupid voice and the laugh that <laughs> 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 the fact that everything she owns is pink. Yeah, I know. It's she was the real villain. Like mm -hmm. Voldemort, not as bad as Umbridge. Mm -hmm. Like she made a child carve open his hand. Repeatedly. She made multiple children carve open their hands. Yes. I remember she was full. She had the. Oh my god. Hang on. Words, thoughts, connect. She had full intention of using the Cruciatus curse on a 15 year old. Remember? Right. And she and she was like, because he Harry wasn't talking. I remember she bitch slapped him too. Let's mm. not forget that unless she like slapped him in the face. Yeah. And um, then she was like, I think the Cruciatus curse and Harani's like, you can't use that on a student. That's illegal with the ministry. And she turned down the picture of Fudge like he doesn't need to know. Right. Nobody's going to know. How would they know? Nobody's going to know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> also, just just want to mention how did Hagrid come into being? How is that humanly possible? So do you remember, like, his mother is, like, a 25-foot giant? Mm-hmm. And his father is a very short man. Melanie, like, have you heard of the turkey baster method? 
<laughs> That's not a very nice thing to call Hagrid's father. When I'm a giant <laughs> and a human love each other very much. The man. <laughs> the man climbs fully into the woman because he needs all of him. <laughs> he climbs. Ooh, this is what the mama boys want. They want to be able to climb back inside the mama. <laughs> you can do it if you date a giant. <laughs> Light back. Climb back inside the coochie. Yeah, like, so obviously there had to be magic involved with that. Because that's I mean, yes. absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, people flying around on brooms is not. <laughs> flying around on brooms, Melanie got a problem with it. Giant and human having a baby, that's where she draws the line. Now that's all I can picture is him, like, climbing. Uh, also... What about the whole, nobody seems to know shit all about the muggle world, mm -hmm. except Harry. And then sometimes Hermione brings something up. Mm -hmm. But everybody else no, doesn't know shit all. They don't understand how the money works. Mm -hmm. They don't understand, like, they, they've never heard of TV. Mm -hmm. They don't get any of the references of, like, outside of medieval fucking sorcery shit. Mm-hmm. But where did they, where did these kids go, like, that aren't muggle-born, before Hogwarts? Did, were they just not going to school? Were they kept in their houses? Did they have closets under the stairs? Have you thought about this, Rachel? No, not until now. For 11 years, they have no idea about anything muggle. Nothing. Yeah, Not I all of them are like pure blood kids. Yeah. A lot of them are half breeds like Harry. Yeah. They so okay. Okay. I need <laughs> answers. <laughs> I think for the ones who have muggle parents or one of them is a muggle, they probably went to regular school for the first mm. little bit. Because, like, you don't know if your kid is actually going to be accepted to Hogwarts, you know? Like, you can't... I don't think they had their baby and when the baby started showing like magic powers that they were like, mm, okay, so what we got to do is we got this box, okay? And we're going to put the kid in the box until they turn away. Like, <laughs> and then we go ship him to Hogwarts. It's like, he doesn't get to read. He doesn't get to write. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to teach him language. Um, you know, music, don't know what that is. And never heard of her. <laughs> And then, like, sends them off to Hogwarts, and they're like, can you teach them to write? Because mm -hmm. we didn't. And it it doesn't make any sense at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I get how someone like Ron wouldn't mm -hmm. understand Muggle stuff, because it's just, mm -hmm. like, both parents are 
like their wizard mm-hmm. witch and then they have a house that's like magical all the time mm-hmm. and I, I guarantee you with like a family like Dracos for example Dobby probably did all the child rearing up until he went to Hogwarts like I, I get how Ron Mm-hmm. would not be aware of any muggle stuff because he's grown up with two parents that are magic. Mm-hmm. They've got a house that's like magical. Everything is run by magic. But people like like the other kids in the mm-hmm. school, a lot of them that have a, like at least one muggle parent or, mm-hmm. you know, they're not living off into the in the friggin woods like the burrow, mm-hmm. right? So how have they not run into something? Like not hear any muggle music or mm-hmm. know what fucking electricity is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's in medieval world except Harry. And then Hermione's like, oh yeah, my parents are dentists. And you're like, you haven't spoken about this for five books, Hermione. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, dentists. Yeah, I know I think, about that. Um, and what I was saying when we were probably talking at the same time with it, just dead air for some reason, so we are saying it at the same time. I think that if you have a family like uh, Draco's, I think Dobby probably did all the child rearing. Mm-hmm. And Dobby, and they probably had like tutors and stuff come in because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, muggles. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Dobby did his best. And Dobby did what he could. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Draco's very much a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. He needs to crawl back inside Narcissa. <laughs> and also a, a father's boy, you know? Because he's like, my father will be hearing about this. I actually think he's more of a father's boy than a mama's boy. So speaking of, I mm-hmm. keep bringing it back to TikTok, but there's just so many Harry Potter TikToks out there. And I love yes. it. Um, there's one person that she does scenarios with Narcissa she cosplays as Narcissa and she'll do scenarios will be like you know Draco comes back from something or and she'll be like where's Dobby and she'll be called like there's one where she does um after the end of Chamber of Secrets where Dobby Mm -hmm. is free because free elf sock thing yeah and she is there and she's like hold on okay okay um but yeah, she does one where it's like Narcissus is looking for Dobby and she's like, Dobby, where's Dobby? And then she sees Draco and she's like, Draco, where's Dobby? And Draco kind of like, he, you assume he like gives her a look and she's like, what's wrong? What do you mean ask your father? And then she goes and she's like, Lucius, where's Dobby? Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you mean he's free? <laughs> why, why would you give him a sock? Oh, oh, Harry Harry Potter tricked you. <laughs> a 12-year-old boy tricked you? <laughs> and then Lucius is just like, you know, well, if he could kill Voldemort at, like, you know, 18 months old, you think how well he could trick me at 12, okay? That's a lot of years that he's learned things. Then <laughs> she's like, well, who's going to cook and clean? And it's like, she does a lot of them. She does other ones where she's like in Death Eater meetings and stuff. And Mm -hmm. 
it's just her internal thoughts or she'll do one where it's at the dinner table and she's like, oh my God, why does he, why is he staying in our house again? I don't know why Lucius let, Lucius let him stay here. Oh, Bella, stop it. We get it. You want to fuck him. Everybody knows. <laughs> why is Nagini looking at my food? I'm not going to give it to her. I'm not going to share. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, yeah. You just send me some of those. I haven't seen yeah. the ones with Narcissa. Yeah. Um, she's really good. I'm assuming you've seen the one who does the McGonagall impression, though. Yeah. I love her. She's so good. And you've seen the one who who looks like Draco Malfoy and she's done the Draco ones? No. Okay. I'll send you some of those ones as well. Yeah, you need to send me a lot of things. So but... there's, before we get back into this, okay. Okay, I just got to tell you about this is one of my favorite ones she's done. So, you know, the scene and, um, uh, chamber secrets where Harry's broom is like possessed and he's flying around and Draco's like training for the ballet Potter <laughs> yes she the girl who does the Draco ones um, mm-hmm. she did point and for those of you who don't know it's um, yeah. the ballet where you're up there's hard wood blocks in the shoes and you get up on your tippy toes yeah so she does a video where she, a series where she's dancing as Harry Potter characters and she's dancing against Draco, and then it shows her Harry comes and he's like, Draco, what are you doing? It's like, what does it look like I'm doing? I'm training for the ballet, Potter. <laughs> I need to see this. I will send you. Uh, oh, I had a thought that I needed mm-hmm. to get out. And I don't know how I haven't realized this before. Mm-hmm. But the spell, Alohomora. Or however you want to fucking pronounce that. Alohomora. Yeah. Yeah. Opens so much shit. Mm -hmm. And like. All like. Why lock the third floor corridor. In the first book slash movie. If anybody who knows that spell. Can just walk in. And get eaten by Fluffy. So here's the thing. I think. Dumbledore wants less students. (laughs) Okay, but how many students are actually at Hogwarts? Is there 10 or is there 10,000? We never know. (laughs) Yeah, and how many die every year? Nobody reports these things. Is it 10 or 10,000? Who knows? (laughs) But, like, I think Dumbledore thinks, because it's in um, Standard Book of Spells, Chapter 7 or something, nobody's going to read the textbooks besides Hermione. <laughs> Nobody's gonna study and try to do well on their exams. Besides They're busy her. running from monsters that Dumbledore lets per- just you know parole, parole, parade, per- parade through the corridors. Yeah, I almost said peruse as well, and then I was like, "That's not right." And I was like, "Parole." Yeah. I was all like, an- "That's all these closer." Are on parole, you know, <laughs> they've all done some hard time in Azkaban, and now they're on parole. I'm going to the Santa Claus parole. This weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to go for parole this weekend, you know? Uh, But I was thinking about the Alohomora thing. If anybody can open locks like that, think of how much weird shit people have walked in on. They're like, ah, the door's locked. Alohomora. They're like, oh, no. Oh, Lucius, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, I didn't want to see this. (laughs) All I can think about is um, 
this Harry Potter podcast I used to listen to. I haven't listened in a while, but they read Harry Potter fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And they found some uh, spicy Harry Potter fan fictions. I'm sure they're out there. Like, I'm talking... Oof. And all I can think about now is one of them in particular where it's about... Um, Oh my god, what's the name of the keeper that tried to beat out Ron? That had a thing for um, Cormac. Cormac. Yeah. There's one about Cormac, and Cormac has a thing for brooms. <laughs> no. Yes. And all I can think about is someone walking in and seeing him with the broom. Mm-hmm. They like Aloha Mora out of the broom shed, and he's just there like. Inserting the broom into himself, you know, like just mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or oh. there's another one where um, Draco steals Trevor Neville's toad because he thinks putting a toad on his wand will make it bigger and they walk in on him in the boys bathroom Ron and Neville do uh, with the toad on his I didn't want to hear this <laughs> I had to hear it and now you have to hear it no yes no yes you know I have no control over what my brain keeps and deletes oh I know why would you do this to me that's why I did this to you so, like, I imagine those type of scenarios are, like, say, for example, if you're a student who was, like, I don't know, if you're into Professor Snape or something, and the door's locked, and you aloha more, and you see Snape dressed up with, like, fishnets, and he's dancing and stuff, like, <laughs> and you're just, like, I'm gonna go, and he's, like, and then he just, like, wipes your mind so you forget you saw everything. Mm-hmm. Also, port keys. Right? Teleport anywhere in an instant. Mm-hmm. But why the fuck do they take a train to Hogwarts then? You don't know, do you? I've never thought about that. It's the same thing with the flu powder. Why don't they flu to Hogwarts? Yeah. They've got flu powder and the port keys. I didn't even think about the flu powder. Yeah. They can get anywhere they want really fucking fast. They go to diagonally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> it took me a second. My brain did not register what you said. And then I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but why did yeah, why do they take a train? Because think about mm-hmm. it. If like Harry, you're 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 Harry. Or you're a kid who's just as stupid as Harry. And you're like, platform nine and three quarters. Huh. Hmm. Okay. And you ask some random person, can you tell me where to get a platform nine and three quarters? The person can look at you like they did Harry. You mm-hmm. think you're funny. Or yeah. why don't they have like some type of separate. Yeah. Like a entrance. separate transport system even in the train station Mm -hmm. you know you know how like to get into the ministry you can like 
use like a, a phone booth or a toilet you know why don't they have something like that where you can go directly to platform nine and three quarters without having to run into a wall because like you can't tell me that people don't see this you can't tell me that there's people in king's cross who don't see these people running at a wall yeah but there is supposed to be like something shows up in the books explaining that about this like confusion or like memory type of charm i can't remember what it is to like have people not notice for the muggles like come on yeah but also why (laughs) it's unnecessary like they can even take the night bus to hogwarts because that thing goes invisible also don't get me started on the night bus because the night bus gets everywhere so fucking fast Mm -hmm. but they have beds in there you're not on that bus that long you don't need to sleep also why aren't they bolted down because it's for dramatic effect obviously yeah. like they want people to slam into the windows mm-hmm. also, you know, going back to the oh, what was i gonna say about the train oh yeah the whole thing about the train you can only get on the train mm-hmm. at king's cross station mm-hmm. in london so people are having to travel like think of all these wizards and witches from the uk have to come from all over the place get to london so then they can take a train to scotland what about the people that are already in scotland they legit have to travel to the to to london to then get back yes because there's no other way yeah you'd think there would be stops that they could pick up the ones who live in scotland you would think, because that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Let's think. This would all make sense. This would all mm-hmm. make logical sense for them to have stops in the Scotland. So, like, you could have one in mm-hmm. you could have the King's Cross one, which would be, like, a central-ish location. Mm-hmm. But then you could have one in Scotland, say, like, I don't, it's, like, northern Scotland, I think, is where the castle is. So, like, have one in, like, Edinburgh or something like that. Mm-hmm. And have all, like, the people, the, the wizards who live in, I almost said the Scottish... The wizards and witches who live in Scotland meet there. They catch, they get on there. Because mm-hmm. you li- like you, you're right. They basically mm-hmm. have to travel down from Scotland, get on the train, mm-hmm. go back to Scotland. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's not cost effective, and in this economy, name like, <laughs> and they don't know anything about Muggle money. So yeah. how are they even getting there? You know what? I guarantee you know how they're getting there? They're, flu, they're using flu powder. Yeah. Or they're port keying to King's yeah. Cross. But mm-hmm. you can't port key to Hogwarts or flu to Hogwarts. No, you gotta take a fucking train. Because mm. choo choo motherfucker. <laughs> and it's not even fast. Like the night bus, how fast that goes compared to the train, which they're on for I don't remember how long. But it's much longer of a trip. Then yeah, the train anything on the and they get to Hogwarts around like nighttime supper time or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hang on, that doesn't make sense either. I don't know, but it's like they get on in the morning, mm-hmm. and then they do like they get off at Hogwarts, and it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. It's dark. Yeah, so it's like a seven eight hour train ride. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have to do the whole sorting ceremony. 
So by the time you probably eat, it's like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then you got go, and then you're up till probably midnight. And you're not going to bed till like two. And then you probably got class at like. And they're fucking 11. Yeah. Does that make sense? The more I think about this, this does not make sense. Yeah. I really don't have to. There was something else I was going to say, but it's popped out of my head. You know who else we were missing a lot from the movies? What? Serious. Right. I was going to mention that earlier, actually. Because there's like a whole ass scene. Multiple scenes in Goblet of Fire. Because mm-hmm. Sirius is like living in a cave. Yes. In, outside of Hogsmeade or something. Chilling with like, Buckbeak. Chilling with him and Buckbeak are like, you know, they're growing it out. They're living the bachelor mm-hmm. life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Harry goes to visit yep. him and bring some food and they talk about the tournament and all this kind of stuff. The only thing we get from Sirius in that book is he sends an owl with mm-hmm. a letter that he pops him through the fire. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire, Harry? <laughs> People die in this tournament. He used yep. to be a death eater. Yeah. And then we don't see him until the fifth book. And even then, he's not very present in the fifth book. And then he dies. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert for anybody who has not read more TV when the series dies. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. Yeah. But, like, I mean, the movie was sad with it. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Would I have been as sad to have that character die if I'd only seen the movies? Honestly, probably not. Yeah. Same thing with, like, Dobby and stuff. Yeah. Because I have a distinct memory of reading Deathly Hallows in the backseat of the car on the way to an orthodontic appointment. Mm-hmm. Silently crying because Dobby died. Yeah. And the, I, re- I remember the tears, like, were dripping on the book. My mom and my sister were, like, in, up front talking, and I was reading the book, and I was crying silently in the backseat because Dobby died. Mm-hmm. I sobbed, like, of all the deaths in the series, mm-hmm. I sobbed the hardest over Dobby. Like, I had to put the book down for a bit. Mm-hmm. It was that bad. But back to things that make no fucking sense. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't do emotions. No. So, uh, How does that make you feel not doing emotions? Uh, like we need to move on. Okay. So, <laughs> damn it, I tried. <laughs> I've been dodging emotions for thirty years. You won't get me now. Um, so let's talk about the Hogsmeade waivers. The kids yeah, yeah. have to get waivers signed to go off the property and go to a, another town for like day trips, mm-hmm. but they can like. Uh, deal with trolls, uh, have, like, random, like, magical creatures leashed, like, released onto them mm-hmm. uh, in Defense Against Art, Dark Arts class and, like, Dumbledore's spare time. Mm-hmm. Like, all this shit. They can play Quidditch mm-hmm. and, like, get the shit beat out of them and have, mm-hmm. you know, their bones going flubber mm-hmm. and shit. But, like, no, no, no. 
the line is when they leave the property, they need a waiver. Or they can't go into the forest. Right. Because there's monsters in there. Mm-hmm. And they'd what probably the die. Monsters in the castle what if a troll? What about the three-headed dog? What about the giant-ass snake that was just living in the basement? Yeah. And nobody knew. They're like, there's like a monster in there, but like, we don't know what it is. I, no, no. They, they should have known. The teachers they... knew because McGonagall tells them about the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, they, knew they know there there's a monster. a monster. They just yeah. don't know it's a snake. Well, maybe they should have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. The monster from the air of Slytherin, they should have figured out it's they a fucking been... snake. Hmm. It's not a raccoon. And it's not a badger. Can yeah, you it's related to Slytherin, a, not a badger, a obviously. Honey, a honey badger just going around like, <laughs> kill Harry, kill. <laughs> like, if you guys, like, hmm, this is, this is, put it together. Hair of Slytherin. What's, what's Slytherin the. Hair of Slytherin? Hair of Slytherin, yeah. The hair of Slytherin. Yeah, the hair. It's a toupee. It's a toupee slinking through the pipes, going, kill, kill. But think about it. Like, logically, if you were to, like, they're like, hmm, the heir of Slytherin. What's Slytherin's uh, uh, banner on their, you know, animal on the banner? It's a snake. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think the the chances the monster's a snake? And someone's like, nah, it's not a snake. (laughs) No, never. It would never be a snake. I bet it's a lion. It's a giant ass spider doll. And you you mentioned the forest. Mm -hmm. So like, first movie, first book, they're like, Never, you're not allowed in the Forbidden Forest. Mm-hmm. It's forbidden for a fucking reason. It's you'll called get yourself the forbidden killed. Forest. <laughs> yeah, you'll fucking die in there. Mm-hmm. But you know what's a great thing to do? Put a bunch of 11 year olds in detention in the middle of the night in the Death Forest. Exactly. That's a fantastic idea. It's like, mm, you snuck out after hours. <laughs> detention. What's your detention? You're going to go into the creepy-ass forest that we told you not to go into when you first started. After hours. (laughs) After hours, when you're supposed to be in bed. We couldn't do this detention in the daytime, though. We have to do Mm -hmm. it right now. We have to do this right now. You've got to have your detention right now. (laughs) And you're going to go in the forest, and you're going to hunt for dead unicorns. Because YOLO. Mm -hmm. Because some monster is killing the unicorns, and the bunch of 11-year-olds are definitely the most qualified to hunt down and figure out what it is. Exactly. 11-year-olds, one who didn't know magic existed until he turned 11. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's been there two days, and they're like, there like, get out there, kid. You're the best shot. <laughs> they're like two days, and they're like, they slap him on the hat. No, they don't, because that's, <laughs> no. They pat him on the head, and they're like, yeah. Go out in the forest, Harry. You got this. <laughs> you know anything about tracking <laughs> through the dark? No? Uh, I think you're perfectly qualified. You're perfectly qualified mm-hmm. for this. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Now, I have an explanation for that one. Mm-hmm. A perfectly reasonable one. It ties up all the loose ends. Okay. Dumbledore's worried about class size. And he really needs to cut it down, that teacher-to-student ratio. Remember, because is there 10 or is there 10,000 students at Hogwarts? We never know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's closer to 10,000 and Dumbledore's really just trying to cut things down, like 
Maybe it's budget cuts. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's budget cuts. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> I can't resist. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's class size, right? He's like, mm -hmm. these classes are just too big. How can this one teacher teach like 47 students? Mm -hmm. I know what I'll do. I'll kill off four tonight and then I'll work on the rest tomorrow. Uh, we got to get our class sizes down to a manageable 20. No one's going to send their child here if they think there's like 47 to one ratio. Now, 20 to one, that sounds great. And we still keep their like money that they paid to come here for the year, even oh, though they died. Okay. Hang on. Do they pay any tuition? I don't know. And I assume. Because I know they pay for books and they pay for robes and they pay for a broom and they mm -hmm. probably pay for the train. But do they actually pay tuition? I'm not sure. Now, I would assume like before the fourth book, mm -hmm. I would assume no, because I was mm -hmm. I assumed just, you know, child me was like everyone in the world goes to hogwarts mm -hmm. all the witches and wizards of everywhere mm -hmm. but then in the fourth book they're like oh no no no! there's a french school there's is it a bulgarian school bulgarian school yeah, yeah. um it's also the one in the u.s yeah but like all of a sudden it's mentioned that mm -hmm. there's other schools mm -hmm. and people can go elsewhere and they have different customs and stuff like the the french school has like these blue dress uniforms and it it looks like they're all female mm -hmm. though i'm not sure if that was ever mm -hmm. spelled out so like it looks more like boarding schools mm -hmm. and boarding schools aren't free they're not public education mm -hmm. so you pay out of pocket and also i don't think the weasleys could afford it okay so if they have to pay for it, how would they let Harry in? Because Harry is really fucking rich. Yes, but like... He's probably paying the Weasleys. Like, their tuition. But how would they pay before he met the Weasleys? Okay, so... I googled it. Okay. Um, the tuition to go to Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. um, she who shall not be named has tweeted that mm -hmm. tuition fees of Hogwarts are paid by Ministry of Magic. Students only pay for wand, books, supplies, clothing, and equipment. So it is government subsidized. What about the other magic schools? Um... I don't know because, because she who shall not be named only plans out things on the fly. She has a wheel she spins and yeah. whatever the wheel lands on is what she tweets. Yeah. Cause like, um, think about okay. it. The Accio uh, charm doesn't yeah. show up before the fourth book slash movie. Yeah. Right. Not mentioned once. And it's like, Oh, yeah. you only learn it in fourth year. Like, mm -hmm. no bitch. There were other people there that could have used it. And Hermione would have known that shit. Hermione probably she would have been Accio like, I've been reading nine. up on the on the seventh year stuff because, yeah. you know, it's first week of first year and I want to make sure I'm prepared. Mm -hmm. Eli so, agrees. Yeah, Eli won't shut up. But also, 
I'm thinking more about this tuition thing. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently, forty-three. Where does the forty-three thousand U.S. dollars a year is what it costs to send a student to Hogwarts? Okay, but where does the ministry get the money from to subsidize it? Are the are the wizard people taxed? Do they pay taxes? Let me see. Do wizards pay taxes? I need to know if they pay taxes. Otherwise, how are they getting the money to subsidize for all these people? And how do they decide who gets? Okay, but also, if it's subsidized, do they have to apply to get in? Or do they just automatically get a letter depending on where they live? Like, what if you live in England, but you don't want to go to Hogwarts? What if you want to go to Beaubaton? What if you want to go to Germstrang? What if you want to go to the one in the, in the, the U.S.? Like, do you, mm-hmm. do you get a choice? Or do you just have to go because that's where your geographical location is? If that's the case, Bobat and Bobaton, Bo, whatever the fuck it's called. Bobaton. Okay, thank you. Um, only accepts women, it seems. Mm-hmm. So are all the French boys just left to, to do do like spells accidentally everywhere? Just premature ejaculation of spells everywhere? <laughs> Maybe. All along the French countryside? Or maybe... Okay, so if Beaubaton is all female, is there a f- equivalent for the males? Or is that the only one in France? And same with Jarmstrang, because I'm pretty sure they're all male. Yeah. So, like, what What about the the Bulgarian girls? Yeah. They're doing the same thing the French boys are doing. Off they're in the getting, countryside. They're getting, I guarantee you, they're getting, like, shunned for it, though, you know? Yeah. Like, Everyone's like, oh, my God. You're not mm-hmm. allowed to do that until you're 18. And so then we want to pay you to 17. do it. You can't do that until you're 17, because that's of age. Okay. So. The, <sighs> I think... Harry didn't they, apply okay, to Hogwarts. First of, all, first of all, did they pay taxes? Did you find that out? I googled it, and it's like, logically they must to fund the Ministry of Magic. Uh-huh. But uh, she who not... <laughs> she who <laughs> shall not be named has never said that. Okay. Okay. So we're going to assume that they pay taxes. Well, if they're paying for 10 or 10,000 students at Hogwarts at 43,000 US dollars per year, mm-hmm. I think they're collecting money somewhere. Or do they just go around and like, do they give an offering to the ministry? I don't know. Maybe. Because what? Okay. Maybe they steal from muggles what? and then magically convert it into wizard money. But what other jobs are there in the wizarding world besides working at the Ministry of Magic, working at Hogwarts, or working in Diagon and Nocturne Alley? Or Hogsmeade? Are there wizard accountants? Are there <laughs> wizard lawyers? Well, I mean, f- at least for the accountant side of things, I think they leave all the money stuff up to the goblins. But would the goblins do the accounting, though? They run the bank. They wouldn't do the accounting, or would they? Are there accountant goblins? I don't know. Is there, like, and I mean, accounting firms with go- that goblins run? Charlie Weasley. He's, like, dragon tamer dude. That's yeah. a job, apparently. I don't know if it pays. 
Okay. Hang on. Do any of the jobs pay in the wilderness? <laughs> they live in a communist society. <laughs> like, do the people the ministry get paid? I can hear you. I typing. don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm typing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm searching. Do wizards have jobs? Also, how is Voldemort funding his thing? Like, do the Death Eaters get paid? I think he funds it the same way Trump does. Oh, okay. Slave labor. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> you know, Twitter and bribes. But does he pay the Death Eaters? Okay, apparently. So there's a whole thing. So on here. <laughs> Harry Potter Wiki okay. has a list from A to Z of all possible jobs. Okay. And the first one, I'm not sure this one's paid, is activist. Oh, that's not paid. Because in Muggle World, it's not paid. Oh, that's definitely not paid. Uh, apparition examiner. Remember when they learned to apparate and they had, like, examiners? Okay. Are they paid? Uh, I assume... It's under job and not volunteer position. Yeah, but so is act- activist is under job. Yeah. So. Author. There's people writing the spell books. Okay. Those people must be paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Artist. Are they paid? I, I assume everything is paid. Let's just assume that everybody is somehow getting paid. I mean, there's a bartender. That's I didn't think of this. I yeah. didn't think of this. But there's a bartender's. Yeah, so they get broadcasters. Paid. There's uh-huh. magical creature bre- breeders. That is hard to say. Uh, they probably sell them. Did Hagrid get paid? Hagrid doesn't breed anything. No, but that's a groundskeeper. Does he get paid? I assume. Or Dumbledore's just like, you live here and serve me forever. Dragon feeder. (laughs) There's a dragon keeper and a dragon feeder. And there's also a dragonologist, which Charlie Weasley is a dragonologist. Okay. But does he get paid as a dragonologist? You ask me like I'm going to have more information. I know. But I do not. Okay? I've told you. It's on a list of jobs on a wiki. Okay? This is is listed and they don't get paid in the real world. Okay. Uh, Dishwasher. At the Leaky Cauldron. But Specifically, there's only one dishwasher. It's at the Leaky Cauldron. But they have magic for that. Why would... I don't know. Maybe George needed a job, okay? George owns a shop. I'm thinking of a different George. George, Dueler. A dueler competing in dueling tournaments. I know I'm gonna keep I know I'm gonna keep asking this and I know you don't have the answer, but every time you look something (laughs) up, I'm like, would this be employee of the owl post office? Not to be confused with the owls, but the human employees. Why would there be a human employee? I don't know, to feed the owls, to clean up their shit. They can't do it themselves. Magic. And who has to do the magic but the humans? It's an enchanted building like the Weasley's house. There's also the executioner. But he just gets paid in kisses. 
<laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I just thought it'd be really funny to see an executioner get paid in kisses. He's like, imagine the executioner for Buckbeak. Like, he shows up to the castle and he's like, all right, I'm here for this. And he's like, ah, yes, my payment. And Dumbledore's like, mm, all right. He walks over and he like gives him like five kisses. And then he, and then he looks at Lucius and it's like, all right, it's time for your payment now. Come on, big boy. Like, no kiss? Mm-hmm. No smooch? journalist i'm sure they get paid they get paid in lies an obliviator they get paid in memories an owlet trainer who trains young owls for a living to be pets or post owls apparently they come trained they don't act like they come trained especially <laughs> errol let's be honest <laughs> He was probably a dropout. He had dropped on his head one too many times. It's an outlet. Oh, Professor. I totally missed that one completely. We're assuming they get paid. Either that or they just get room and board. At the safest place on Earth. Where no one will ever die. Yeah, exactly. The safest place on Earth. Mm. A sales wizard. And security guard, security troll, not to be confused with security guard. You say security troll? I don't know what I said. But yes, that's exactly what I said. I do know what I said. It's on the wiki. Because I know they're security guards in Gringotts and they're humans. Yeah, there's security guard and there's also security troll. It's two different things. But what is a security Keep troll? Up. It's a troll that's a security guard that wants but, to have its identity uh, acknowledged. But what is its security? What does it secure? The other trolls. <laughs> <laughs> or the memes. <laughs> the memes. The security troll secures the memes. The memes. <laughs> Oh, there's also a troll trainer. <laughs> and that's those trolls are the witches. need to be trained? <laughs> the witches and wizards who train security trolls. <laughs> it's not a it's not a in-house system. They've got to really outsource that. Is there like a troll academy that they go to then? Yeah, it's called Bogwarts. I don't know. Trogwarts. No, I'll workshop it. I mm-hmm. was thinking, I was thinking Trogwarts. I was like, mm-hmm. no, that's not, that's not a good one. I'll, I'll go something else. And then I was like, Bogwarts. And then I was like, why would that be better? Trogwarts is better. Let's be honest. Yeah. So in conclusion, wizards don't get paid. Yeah. But the ministry does. But they pay taxes. Somehow. Yeah, they pay taxes out of money that they didn't earn. Yeah. So is it all just like generational wealth? You inherit so, or you starve? What about I mean that just sounds like communist Russia to me. <laughs> <laughs> but what about okay, 
So what about this? Okay, so hang on. Do, does the ministry get a list every year of how many kids are at Hogwarts, whether it's ten or ten thousand, and then they then they send the money? And Dumbledore definitely doesn't send them the updated list updated. until he's killed off the entire school before the end of the year. So in June, he sends them a list and he's like, "We started with three hundred. I'm down to one hundred. Class sizes were great. Everybody learned things." But we're still gonna need the the payment for the rest. No, okay. So what I imagine happening, because obviously you get, oh, you have a list. Of, hang on, no, because that doesn't make sense. Because they don't have to actually respond to say yes, I'm attending. Yeah, you just show up. So do they have Filch at the doorway with a clicker counting how many comes in and then he gives it to Dumbledore and Dumbledore sends the invoice to the ministry? I feel like that's how it works. And they're just like, okay, between the getting the letter and showing up here, how many of them are still alive? And then Dumbledore pretends that nobody dies during the year. Unless no, somebody else I saw think it. I think what he does is he sends it in September to get the funds. Mm -hmm. And then he doesn't have to send an updated because it's not, it's probably not like a term thing where you can decide if you want to return or not. Maybe it's like you have, the ministry has to pay it as a lump sum or something. Mm -hmm. They don't do like monthly installments to them. Yeah. It's not a loan, you know? Maybe it's making, it's making my head hurt thinking about this too much because I'm yeah. like, what if, because now I'm like, okay, but what if somebody decides they don't want to go to Hogwarts and they want to go to one of the other ones over the winter break Then what happens? And how do they pay for those ones? Are they subsidized? Because the ministry of magic, I assume would oversee all magical schools. So does it subsidize all of them or just the ones in Europe? I don't know. And is the ministry only like the British ministry, like the UK, or is yeah. there like an American segment? I think there is that was answered like Fantastic Beasts, Beast, I believe. They do confirm that there is an American one, but is there, a, but, yeah. but like, so is like it, maybe okay, it's now like it's, set, like regional sections, right? So like, now what if that one's okay? Now is that one in the, the US? Is that only the US or is that North America? Hmm. I don't know. But it's politics, so I don't yeah. care. I have now that we've been talking about this, I have too many questions. Yeah. I have a question as well. Mm -hmm. Uh poor little traumatized Harry, the little boy, mm -hmm. doesn't see any festrals until uh book slash movie five. Mm -hmm. But before that, he can't see shit. He saw his mother die. Why can't he see a Thestral? Not till Cedric dies. Did he just not give a shit about his mother? Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm here to ask hard-hitting questions. Where Were there Thestrals around, though, in the first four books? Well, in the first book slash movie, they, they always take the first years on the boats across mm -hmm. the lake. Mm -hmm. But all the other years have to go in the carriages that are drawn by nothing. 
everyone sees, but they're actually pulled by Thestrals. Okay, but they didn't take the carriages in the second one. They took the flying car. Yeah, but it's the fifth book slash movie that Harry sees a Thestral. It's only after Cedric dies. Maybe he didn't see his main... Okay, maybe because he was a little tiny baby. Mm-hmm. He doesn't remember seeing her die because the baby's brain is like still growing and being shaped and stuff. So maybe that memory did not get stored properly in his long-term memory bank. So if there's that, then like traumatic amnesia has an effect on it. Yeah. So it's really about perception and not seeing something. Like it's actually memory. But like you know there's yeah you know there's all this like well I mean there's so many flashbacks Harry has Mm -hmm. and I don't remember if it's in the books but in the movies you go back and flashback to Mm -hmm. his mother dying the flash of green light getting the scar baby Mm -hmm. moment right and the scream of hearing his mother scream right so he remembers that a lot in the movies right so if it's there at all he should be able to see the Thestrals but it's Mm -hmm. not like also he sees Professor Quirrell die but Quirrell book one is that okay but does Quirrell I don't know if that's true he turns to dust but I don't know if that's traumatic because he just got Thanos snapped away it's it's legit in the books and the movies, the only way that someone can see a Thestral is if they have witnessed death. Mm-hmm. That is legit how it's word for word described. Witnessed mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they had to be traumatized by it. So him seeing Quirrell turn to dust, he saw a death mm-hmm. in his like older childhood when mm-hmm. he should be able to remember it. But he can't see a fucking Thestral in book three or four. It's only after Cedric dies. But we don't see them take the carriages in three or four to confirm if he can see them. Because that's not a point because they wanted to bring Luna in. Yeah. But she can see the Thestrals. But in book five... And the movie, he is so freaked out by seeing mm-hmm. these things. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Basically, mm-hmm. can you see that? Guys, what what the hell is pulling those things? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, dude, what? Harry's gone crazy again. Mm-hmm. Right? Crazy Potter over there. But like, Luna's like, it's just a Thestral. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I can see them too. You're just the same as I am. Yeah. So he should have seen it uh-huh. before. He'd seen two deaths by then. Mm-hmm. You know, also, if it's just witness death, uh, he killed a basilisk with his own fucking hand. Literally. In book two. So he saw a death. It didn't specify human death. They also saw Buckbeak die. Yeah. So I think because it does happen in other instances 
like mm-hmm. like the Accio charm and some other stuff that I can't think of off the top of my head of like she who shall not be named came up with cool ideas later mm-hmm. and it's not like she could go back and rework the original stuff to fit that in mm-hmm. but she also didn't cover her plot holes in the current that she was writing yeah because it could have been like easily explained by like well you know the trauma mm-hmm. is what did it um so wizards don't yeah like it had to be some like a, a death that had an effect on you a death that had meaning yeah And, I mean, even the, the, even the whole, like, Fred and George never mentioned Peter Pettigrew showing up on the map on Mm -hmm. top of Ron constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is something that could have been hilarious and is absolutely up, uh, like, in line with those characters to have brought that up and teased him mercilessly. And maybe it wouldn't have come up until after Mm-hmm. the the third book plot happened like maybe it comes out later in the series but mm-hmm. for them to have that moment of like ha 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 we knew this and we just like let it happen because mm-hmm. you know for a fact mm-hmm. that like once it found out Peter Predator was still alive and he was a rat and the Weasleys found out they had the rat and then they mm-hmm. found out that Fred and George knew based on the map, you know Molly would have Molly would have laid a smack down. Yeah. My brain hurts from this now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could just go and go and go and never run out of things. But you know, there's always you know, there's always an, a part two. Yeah. Through seventeen that it could happen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Because there's so 10 much. or 10,000. Who knows? It's the amount of students <laughs> at Hogwarts. Yeah. I I count like Dumbledore. You know, mm-hmm. I just count down <laughs> until it gets to zero. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what to do about this thing. All I know is I definitely don't want to hear any more about the fucking fan fiction of this. You mean you don't want to hear about My Immortal? The Evanescence song? Sure. No, Let's hear about a, it. There's a fanfic based off the Evanescence song called My Immortal. It's a Harry Potter one. It's How? 47 chapters long. How do you know? Because I listen to a fanfic I have a little bit of a problem with Harry Potter fanfiction just because of the fact that the majority of the series they're underage yes right and i mean believe me i can get on board with some bucky barnes fan fiction right or you know just fan fiction of above age people Mm. and great characters but like the harry potter stuff because of how much fan fiction often leans towards smut Mm -hmm. i'm like I'm never gonna I'm never gonna Google it. I'm never gonna go looking for Harry Potter fan fiction. 
I have not read the smutty stuff. I've just had it. My ear holes have listened to it. <laughs> and kind of the general for the smutty ones is that everybody's of age. Hmm. Yeah, it's all aged up. Because there's a fanfic out there where Remus and Hermione hook up. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are some silly ones where Harry doesn't know where babies come from and he's going around asking people <laughs> where babies come from. <laughs> I like the funny ones. Uh. <sighs> well, we're left with all these questions. Not any answers. And the, the boy who starved is, is probably my favorite. <laughs> The boy who froze to death. The boy who lived long enough to starve. The boy who lived for three hours. <laughs> the chosen one mm-hmm. to die on a doorstep. Wait, just a quick thing. Mm-hmm. Did did Dumbledore just treat Harry like he was so disposable and could die at any second? Because he was like, we have a second chosen one with Neville. I have yes. a backup. He did. He's like... We got the original, the OG chosen one, mm-hmm. and then we got the backup one in case something happens to the yeah. OG. Like, so I'll make all the mistakes on the original, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't work, I've got Neville in the wings. <laughs> but hang on, how would that? Now we're now we're on to another thing. How would that work? Okay, it doesn't work unless because... Voldemort had picked him in the first place and gone and tried to kill him instead. But don't think about that. Let's just gloss over that like J.K. Rowling does with all of her plot holes. Okay. Yeah. All right. We just, we write it into the future and we forget about the past. Mm -hmm. And if you want to write it into the future and forget about the past, do that to us on Mm -hmm. things like social media. Contact us. Mm -hmm. Find us. Tell them where you can find us, Rachel. They can find us on Instagram. We are Inconsistent Podcast 1. You can find us on Facebook. We're inconsistently consistent. Uh, if you want to send us an email with your longer thoughts, we are inconsistentpodcast1.gmail.com. If you want to find me, follow me, whatever, at me, do all these things. I'm underscore Rachel VR underscore on Instagram and TikTok. Like I said, I've made some Harry Potter TikToks in the past. I think mm. they're pretty fun. Take your it from the top. Take it from the I'll top. And I'll just cut out that part when I edit it. Take it from the top for your spiel. Yeah. Okay. Line. Rachel, this is where you give me the line. <laughs> where they can find you. 
I have to get in character. I have to get in character. Okay. 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 Leave all this in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a human who talks. Human who talks. I got it. Okay. Take it from the top. Okay. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I don't know my, what's my backstory? Who you are, um, what your motivation is to do this podcast. Highly traumatized, individual. Trauma. highly traumatized individual <laughs> highly traumatized individual highly traumatized individual okay so if you want to find me and my highly traumatized life you can uh find me at melanieflynnbooks.com all of my links are there all my social stuff you find my book there if you want to read that it, it, there'll be more books as well, but that one specifically to get started on stuff, you can definitely see that there's an inspiration of from Harry Potter because I wrote a blog post that it is. So it's definitely true. Uh, that's bit that happens. You know, you write mm -hmm. things and it's true. Because, uh, you know, Harry Potter did inspire me to start writing as a child anyway, you know. Mm -hmm. And again, highly traumatized individual, highly traumatized individual, highly traumatized individual. So follow me, okay? Okay. Okay. Just traumatized individuals. <laughs> Just two traumatized individuals in a big world, you know? Exactly. Putting things out on the airways. Exactly. We're putting things out on the airways because we want to traumatize you with our horrible fan fictions. For example, there's one about a squid. There's Not one about a, there's one about the giant squid in Hogwarts making sweet love. I am recusing myself from this. <laughs> I am not involved. Anyways, bye. Bye. <laughs> I do not support squid love. Thank you.